we're back. Today is April 9th, 2022, episode 69 of Stuck in a Corner. And it is <laughs> National Unicorn Day. <laughs> hey. And on this day in history, Robert E. Lee surrendered. <laughs> I love Holy that. Holy shit. I love that. That's awesome. That, what an amazing collection of events. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Episode 69 of Stuck in a Corner brought to you by Robert E. Lee. I can't remember who that is. He was guy. the leader I'm, of the South. I, that's what I thought, but I wasn't entirely sure. Nice. Bad guy. He was weird. Um, it's also National Name Yourself Day, National Former Prisoner of War Recognition Day, National Chinese Almond Cookie Day. National Cherish and Antique Day, National Winston Churchill Day, and Vimy Ridge Day. I forget, was National Asexual Awareness Day yesterday? Because I got a whole bunch of just stuff pop up on my Tumblr feed. I don't know. I, I know there was some discourse online uh, going on, but I don't know if it had anything to do with the day. I don't think National Today is going to have... They well they had a uh, the um national coming out day uh the the other one um a couple of days ago uh my birthday th- is national transgender coming or transgender awareness day that's what it is I believe sorry they had I'm that not one. national coming out day no it was April sixth did they have transgender let's see let's see let's see it's oh, not your favorite it, segment of the show where we look things up in real time well, haha I saw your bit haha I saw your bit rude. Uh, transgender, transgender, that oh, transgender cool. day of visibility. Day of visibility. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. that's my birthday. Yeah. March thirty first. Uh, hi. Oh wait, have we introduced ourselves? My name is Fox Evans. I am the host of Stuck in a Corner, and I have some really cool people here with me today. Maybe they'll all introduce themselves. My name is Dade Robison. <laughs> <laughs> And I've got control of the sound effects. <laughs> you were just laughing really hard at that. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm I'm the reason Robert E. Lee surrendered. And also a small pair of bitchy sunglasses. Okay. Well, are we talking like, I'm thinking points, like cat eye, kind of? If you're thinking of, there's this very specific Jenna Marbles video where she gets a Claire's makeover and she has a very small pair of white plastic sunglasses. Like, I mean, they're like the size of maybe those uh, pressed pennies that I love to get from places. Like, that's how big the lenses are. And then it's just <laughs> oh, like okay, okay, centimeter okay, okay. thick white and they're like pointy. It's very small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Very okay, okay. bitchy. I do understand. They're like circles, but they have... No, no, points. Okay, so they kinda are like thin. Kind of like almond okay, shaped. Okay. Yeah. Kind of like almond shapes. Very bitchy sunglasses. Are the frames pointed or are the lenses pointed? The Both? frames are pointed okay, and the lens is like very lightly pointed. Okay. I think that it's like, it's a it's an inverse graph. I don't know what the name of it is. It's an inverse graph where it's like smallness of sunglasses, bitchiness of sunglasses, except this is the, no, actually, hold on. I need to reverse the X and Y. <laughs> bitchiness of sunglasses is on the Y axis and then like size of sunglasses is... Um, on the x-axis and it's and it's a weird shape it's like, like these ah! it's empty that it's can empty. was empty nice like these yes but like they have to like that's a good start they need to be smaller hmm. they'll be more bitchy as they get smaller like Do- if, I, if I saw a human <laughs> being wearing like a pair of Barbie sunglasses just on their nose I think ah oh, that's the ultimate bitch and I love them this is this is the this is bitchy positive 
I uh, non-derogatory. <laughs> I like your recent usage of the word "bitchy" to it's describe fun. things. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's very does, great to ascribe it to small bags, the... shoes, and sunglasses. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to. I'm just, I'm yeah. just perusing like different days that happen on <laughs> April 1st because like I'm on nationaltoday.com the website that you should not pay money to um, and so just like real quick take down tobacco national day of action walk to work day national sourdough bread day national one cent day my favorite one edible book day <laughs> edible books you say I, prepare your appetite you're about to chow down on <laughs> <laughs> i was in a bookmaking class and we never did a edible book day that's I, upsetting i mean i feel like it's fake right rice because paper it's a april fool it's a it's April Fool. It's, it is a fool. No, you eat the books to Not get the knowledge. Tom Foolery. Yeah, it's, it's me. Uh, much like the, the Jimmy Neutron fool. episode. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Didn't they have like a gum? Small chewable books. Yeah, and then but but the robot salesman he because the people <laughs> what <laughs> the people would embody the personality of the book, not even just like. Uh, one character, but they would like act out all the roles and like describe the setting and stuff like that. What did, so, the, did the robot eat a modest proposal or something? No. So in the B plot, uh, Jimmy has made a robot for his dad to help him go door to door salesmaning. I, I can't see. remember what they're selling. I don't know. And what he starts does. selling everything. He'll sell anything to anyone, regardless of who the previous owner is, and regardless of whether or not anyone wants this. Dabble and the money rules. goes nowhere. He just. Or I think, no, he gives the money to the person whose object he's brokering, but he just steals it. He's uh, got to make money somehow. But in order to but what, stop... What's his, what's his end goal? What? Brokering these items? Yeah. No, he just wants to... He's the world's best salesman. Okay. But in order to stop him from selling all the objects in the town to all of the other uh, citizens of... I can't remember the name of the Jimmy Neutron town. Um, Jimmy feeds him several of the knowledge gum... <laughs> and he uh, basically just like fries his brain because his his like CPU because he tries to embody the personality of all of the books all at the same time and he just breaks. Sorry, <laughs> I just rambled, mouth vomited. I mean, it's okay. It's about Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy, Jimmy, New, Jimmy, Jimmy Neutron. I'm sitting over here trying to figure out like the jobs <laughs> of each of the parents in Jimmy Neutron. Because I don't remember, because like, I remember the mom being a stay-at-home mom, and but then my my, my thought along was, um, surely Hugh Neutron can't have a job. That man is not comprehensive enough, I think, to have a job, but the mom stays at home. How do they make money off of their child's inventions? How do they make money? Well, and I, do you remember the episode, uh... He's a toy she? inventor. Oh. Is Hugh a toy hold on, adventure? Hold on, hold on, hold on. At his last-ditch effort to keep his family in Retroville, Hugh applies for a job as a toy inventor. Jimmy's dad loses his job at the now-defunct automotive plant, which means that the Neutrons may have to move to a new... Oh, so he was uh, working at an automotive plant. As what? I would not trust this man around a machines. <laughs> a parts assembler, right? Okay, I'm just going to point out that one of the frequently searched things on Google is, is Hugh Neutron a god? <laughs> yes. Yeah, because he is. Yeah, that's, he is. That's, a, that's actually a known thing. Hi there, Jimbo. That's well, the best Jimbo, I can do. I've got to send you to, to the, the Shadow Realm. Shadow Realm. <laughs> Looks like you're going to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> you're grounded. <laughs> you're grounded. 
I, I feel like I'm doing an okay job. I think we're we're, we're trying very yeah. hard. I think it's I just can't hard to find capture Hugh his Neutron's job. <laughs> yeah, see, I couldn't find it either. <laughs> what about uh, that his image mom? I showed you? Also of Hugh Neutron T posing is just the caption just says Hugh as he appears in the game. <laughs> so I like to think that he's. <laughs> Wait, hold what on. There's a, there's a screen cap of him from an episode where he drinks a drink that makes him very burpy. It's a very good reaction image. I wish we could. Uh, I missed the days when this was a visual medium. We got to bring that back. We're going to tweet this image. Uh, yeah, we will yeah, tweet yeah. this image. It's a good idea. Send that to uh, Fox. Save that somehow. Or keep the tab open for later. Oh, I will. I'm going to tweet that image at you guys. He was the president of the Brain Teaser Club in high school. What does that mean? What does that? It doesn't mean anything. Uh, it doesn't tell me what his fucking job is. A club for teasing brains? Uh, I don't like the way this sounds. I'm just going to leave Nickelodeon.com. Um, Why? It's the best website on the internet. Not since Nicktropolis has been taken where away. Where I fucking play Nicktropolis all day. <laughs> what? What was that? They don't have Nicktropolis anymore. That's me grabbing you and pulling you really close. What the fuck are you talking about? They don't, they don't have... I knew this already. <laughs> I was about to say, I thought, did, did you log in yesterday and it works? Because if so, oh, I want to know. Actually, let's uh, let's do a, it's time for Dade to do a Google. Uh, <laughs> I just want to see if Nicktropolis is still around. Hey, what is an aglet? It is the end of a shoelace. Okay, uh, it, it's got to be something else because I'm reading of one of the characters from Jimmy Neutron who is a villainess named Beautiful Gorgeous, which doesn't make any sense because her father's name is Professor Calamitous, so wouldn't her, <laughs> wouldn't her full name be Beautiful yeah, Gorgeous Calamitous? Yes. Unless it she is. changed her name. Uh, she's apparently in her childhood, her dream was to become an aglet. I don't know what that means. An aglet keeps the fibers of lace or cord. Yeah, from that's not a job. Its firmness and narrow well, profile makes it easier to hold and easier to feed now, through eyelets, lugs, on. or other lacing guides. Wikipedia founder Ryan. Ma oh. We can extrapolate like values. I think virtues from the aglet. Let's really think about this here. What are fibers? Collections of individual Stuff. items, it's right? Stuff. That are intertwined and wrapped around one another. And what does the aglet do? It holds all of them together. She so wants to be a family therapist. We can all be like an aglet in our lives, I think. I, we could all be a little more like the aglet. I would actually rather be the strand um, because then I am dependent on the aglet. And ah, and let's and look at it me. the other way. What does the aglet get? For absolutely nothing all the fibers together except being chewed on by young children when their hoodies are on is that what she did to your aglet yes and i have broken many <laughs> let us all now let us bow leave. our heads uh in mourning as let we, us leave um honor the aglets that i have chewed and destroyed on the uh drawstrings of my hoodies um a moment of silence, if you will. The chocolate sprinkles at the Jimmy Neutron candy bar were sometimes ants. <laughs> were they really? <laughs> One time it is revealed that some of Sam Melvick, who was the candy bar, like, bartender boy? Man? I don't know. The owner of the candy bar, which is the name of the soda shop that they went to. <laughs> He reveals that some of his chocolate sprinkles are ants. 
What is the time period that it's Jimmy modern Neutron times, but they live to... in Retroville? What is the time what period is modern that Retroville times? is 1950s. trying to? It's 1950s oh, okay, okay, when, okay. when soda bars were a real thing. I don't know what a soda bar is. Uh, like Beth Marie's used to be a soda bar. It's just like a bar, but it is soda. Yeah, you, you don't you, you, get you don't like get alcoholic drinks. Root beer floats and purple flirt and conch. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ice cream. Like a confectionery place. Essentially, it yeah. Oh, you now that I'm thinking about it, uh, like a milkshake one place. In, uh, the Iron Giant. Yeah, yeah. Remember it's that? the same time period where you could be like 15, but also smoking. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. You could. I mean, you could be 15 and smoking now. Yeah, but, but like this was like it was expected <laughs> during this time period. Man, I knew so many fucking. 15-year-olds in high school who were, like, vaping and shit. Because you were also 15 once we Okay, so, like, I remember vaping, like, coming out as, like, a thing. Yeah. And that used to be, like... No, hold on. Like, okay, so they started off kind of small, then they got bigger, and then they got small again. Like, just as, like, a progression of, like, the size of vapes. Yeah. Uh, And I remember, like, people that I went to school with had these fucking gigantic cell phone brick <laughs> devices so in there and never got caught. Okay. Never, not once got caught with their vapes. But now... Because all cell phones looked like that. Now children will have this fucking USB, USB. and get caught with it. Thumb drive. Well, they know what to look for. They weren't paying attention at first. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Well, and again, all cell phones looked like that, so... I don't know. My cell phone yeah, was way phones. smaller than no, that fucking shit. No, I mean, because, like... <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I didn't want to just say you're old, because that, was, that wasn't I the punchline of my joke. <laughs> so, you know the, the the slide phones that have the full keyboard? Oh, yeah, I had one that broke, and I posted on Facebook about like it because Blackberry. I was like, it broke, and I need a new phone, and this is my passive-aggressive way of asking my mom for a new phone, I guess. That was the phone that I had <laughs> in high school. So, not that old. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> the first phone I had was a flip phone. It was like a, a BlackBerry was the ones that had the slide-up keyboard. Oh, man. Yeah. They were the ones who uh, had the keyboard, the full keyboard first. Like, yeah, and it was the whole, the screen was above the keyboard. Yeah, you like push PDA. it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't think. No, the first one was just a screen and a, a full keyboard. keyboard. It didn't have. And it was like. I did not oh, it looked like them. a calculator. That's cool. That's really they cool. They were also PDAs. BlackBerry was always trying to market towards, like, business. It's weird that PDAs, like, really fell out. Like. And again, I say we already have them. We still have I, them. They didn't fade out. They just phased into phones. I guess. I just like. I use my calendar every day. I think it would be interesting if we still lived in a world where people who were of business nature Carry carried pagers. two devices. <laughs> one is their phone and one is their PDA. I mean, now they have a phone and a work phone. That's true. I'm just imagining like um, like high class strings. And that. dun, 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 dun. And oh dear, my pager seems to be going <laughs> off. I must check my PDA at once. It's more like no, no, no. I know the music mm. is being played by human beings in the background of this office building. They I'm all each have their own separate You hear the copier machine in the background. You hear like it's weird because pagers are like they were very popular with like doctors and stuff. That makes sense. See, that makes sense because you got to be on call and what's all the time. Yeah, what's the quickest way to know that someone? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Uh, I, I wanted a pager for a really long time when I was growing up, even though cell phones were already a thing. And so I'm pretty sure the way a pager works is it, it, it pings you with a phone number yes. that you're supposed to then call. Yes. You don't you get to like find a, a phone and be like, oh, Yeah, that's hey. how it works. That's how it works. You don't like get a text message or anything. It's literally like just like a, hey, hey. You got to call from this number. Which it's, it's like if you could do that, why couldn't you just do the phone call? Why did pagers have to be a thing in the first place? I think it was uh, easier to do the service. pager than it was to, to do, like, two-way communication. I guess. Because, like, all you're having to do is place a phone call quickly rather than also have both people, like, speak on it, you know? I think there might have been a way to, like, program of, like, if it was this particular number, you might have been able to save it as, like, hospital or, like, something along those lines. And so that way, if you just look at your phone, it was, like, hospital saint mary's or i don't fucking know oh so people could send you specific messages if they knew different numbers for Poss you i don't know that would be pretty I'm, cool i know that they could send Early like form texting specific phone numbers was a definite thing but i yeah. don't know if they could send you f short form words i would like to live in a world where the first form of text messaging was just like a handheld telegram device that people carried around and they would just be like, you want everyone to know Morse code? I would yes. like to live in a world where that was the thing. Yes, yes. But Morse code differs from, well, language differs from language, or from language. I was about to, to say, ASL, so like American Sign Language, is completely different from English, and English is completely different from British English, and. Yeah. British English is... <laughs> you just called our English the default English? I didn't call it the default English. It's my default English. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Hey, don't don't <laughs> don't do that. I just wanted to sit back in the couch, man. I didn't want to knock my whole shit over. No. Damn. <laughs> do you guys remember Hey Arnold? How Helga's dad sold beepers? No, I don't Helga's remember dad sold beepers. Anything about Helga's dad? The only thing I remember about Helga is that she was a fucking stalker. Yeah, Helga's dad sucked. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Helga's mom was like a like recovering alcoholic. It was lightly insinuated in the show because she was constantly tired and drinking Bloody Marys like all the time. But like just okay. the just the vegetable juice ones. And her dad was like some hard ass beeper salesman who was constantly doting on her older sister and would always refer to Helga by the wrong name and like didn't know Ooh. what she was up to. I didn't watch the she show that. She had well, to watch. She walked to kindergarten by herself in the rain and didn't have like any food. Or like just a lunch to eat, which is covered in mud. Oh, uh, he looks like a dick. He is a dick. He is a complete dick. Oh, look at this picture where he's like holding his wife and his older daughter, uh, and like and how it goes. And it's there's a weird like episode where at one point his name is Bob. Uh, how Big, Bob. Big Bob. Big Bob. Big Bob. Pataki. 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 Big Bob Pataki hurts his back and like so he can't run the beeper emporium that he works <laughs> at. So his so Helga's mom Miriam takes over and like I don't I, I don't like this episode that I saw because like Miriam she starts getting really fucking into it and it's like like sales go up. She's a great saleswoman. At the end of it, she's like doing a commercial where it's kind of like a kick line for like the beepers and it's great. It's just the hard part is that during that episode, they wanted um, Helga and her mom to spend more time together. But it's just like, your mom's finally kind of like recovering as a human being and doing things other than being asleep all the time. And we're, and we're changing this now just because like Helga can't do homework with her mom now. It's just kind of weird. It was a weird episode because neither of her parents are good. I mean, and like they were, it was still like, there was problems there for sure. It's just like, don't, don't, don't get, 
don't fully devote yourself to this, but like, hey, Arnold. it's good that you're doing this. Hey, Arnold is the show where a guy flew off into the distance on the wings of pigeons. Yeah, he died. I, I I get what you mean by like pulling away from her more actualization like as a person in in the way that you've described the scene. It's it's a weird episode. You'll have to have to watch it. Yeah, because I, I also wonder like I I don't I don't know. This may verge into personal opinion about parenthood and about your responsibility as a parent, but uh, I also don't know what it's like to be a recovering addict if that's the implication I, of the, the story right I don't however it's weird that they showed her to be like kind of coming into her own and really growing as a person when she had like a career to focus on or just like another thing to focus on because previously she was just like a stay-at-home mom well okay so that's actually a really fun thing to talk about or not fun i guess a really interesting thing to talk about so whenever you they did a study with rats where they put a rat in a cage with two bottles of water one that was not drugged and one that was drugged and the rat went by itself would eat would drink from the drugged water because they had nothing else to do there was no play things there was no there was only a bowl of food and these things of water and had nothing else to stimulate itself with and then whenever they put the uh they put rats all together with a bunch of toys and a bunch of like a bunch of other rats to play with and like enrichment for their lives and then they put two different bottles of water one with water and one with drug water the rats would drink from the regular water yeah so like it makes sense like if you have absolutely nothing to stimulate yourself with and you are just stuck at home being a a stay-at-home mom not that that is not an important job and that people it just wasn't wasn't for her right it's not for everybody so like you wonder about the circumstances that, that like and I'm wondering did Bib did like Helga's dad like be like no I want you to be a stay at home like wife for me and it's probably. like and yeah and it's just like dude your business was gonna fucking fail and then your wife turned it around let her like get a job it it was such a weird episode it was also fostering resentment towards your youngest daughter for the for not her fault but the fact that you are her caregiver and that you you have to take care of her and that you live with her and because of it's like it's another dynamic in your life you're not allowed to manage that on your own terms the hard part wasn't that like miriam didn't miriam didn't hate helga she was just like she wasn't she wasn't there yeah she just wasn't like mentally present and there she was just kind of focused on other things she loved her daughter it was just she wasn't it was Bob that was indifferent. Bob her. was indifferent and horrible. Miriam okay. was just not present. In this episode, whenever Bob had hurt his back, did he, just, he get any kind of redemption? No, he stays in a recliner so, and watches soap operas. That's really interesting too. I feel like if so it feels that's like they're I trying remember. to it feels like they're trying to nail home the fact that since he's the breadwinner and like he can't he has to focus on work, that's why he's detached and the parallel being that whenever mom goes to work, she is now detached and is trying to make it seem like he is not bad, right? For yes. Okay. Yeah. Because the issue as I I, as I understand it, based on the way Adrian put it, is it becomes that she can't be at home enough to spend time with Helga, which is the exact same but not quite issue, not quite exact 
same issue as with Bob because Bob is also emotionally indifferent and detached from her. Right. So if in this episode they had painted Bob to improve his behavior and like be more like friendly with Helga and like, you know, them get a closer relationship, then like they could have nailed home this idea. It seems like they're trying about addiction to get across about just like being or about the work life yeah about the work life and about like painting bob in a better light quote unquote yeah Uh, but instead they the character choice is that bob is a bad person that he is mean and that like you should not sympathize with him because even when he is hurt and he he still did yeah he's still awful yeah and I'm, i'm skimming through like the um like the synopsis of this episode in particular it's called the beeper queen um of course it is and it's just like really the only problem is just that uh like aside from big bob being the whole problem it's just that like what starts to become the main focus issue of the show is that just like miriam just gets very focused into the work which is just like that's not really a a problem it's just like a thing that helen needs to talk to her mom about and just like hey like pull back on the work a little bit like you were still able to be a, a really powerful businesswoman in the early stages, and you and I could still, like, hang out and get along and do my homework together. Yeah. Well, and I I mean, like, let's not discount the fact that Helga is a child. Helga and a child. does need an adult in her life in order to maintain her care and her health and her mental well-being. Yeah, and so And her big, father will not provide that. No, he should have fucking stepped up. Oh, I thought up. you said shut up. I was no, like, no. shut up, Dade, shut up. <laughs> no, you're exactly right. He should have fucking have just, something. like, stepped up and not have been a, a shitty dad. Like Fox suggested, this. yeah. Yes. What, what episode is this? This is, this is season four, uh, episode 65A. Oh man, I thought you were gonna say sixty nine there for like a half a second. I have no. a question. Yes. I know this show is A, very good. And B written like from a very realistic and uh it's really nice. like personal perspective. Um would we like to make a like thing of watching just an episode? Every once in a while, of Hey Arnold of specifically, hey just analyzing like, it because that was kind of fun. I mean, sure, we didn't even know what we were talking about for most of it because we haven't seen the episode. Yeah, but still, <laughs> we I can like do that. that about like random like TV, like TV shows. shows. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey Arnold is a great series to do that with. Okay, 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 okay. Hear me out. Just because I would like to see the Hear episode. Hear me out. We do it for different TV shows, okay? But we only do it for episode 69 of that TV show. <laughs> if no. they, well, if they get 69. Most of them do. Uh, Carly didn't. And I don't think Victoria did. No, Victoria specifically has uh, 57 episodes. Okay, well, we only number. do it to shows that have 69 episodes. Yeah, let me just find a list of that. Shows that have... Exactly. No, 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 no. Okay, at least sixty-nine, 69 episodes. episodes. At least. Okay, 69 okay, episodes. okay. Fine. We're moving the goalposts. But because like ending <laughs> ending on episode sixty-nine is like that's a, uh, much like uh, oh fuck um, the adventure zone. The first balance arc ends on episode sixty-nine. That's a fucking feat, right? It's a Dungeons and Dragons yeah, campaign. Like they the, managed to um. Uh oh, 65th episode rule, Disney Wiki. I don't like that. Yeah, I, I'm not finding a list that's going to help us out here. Yeah. All right, well, while we look for this list a little bit, why don't we listen? Some, why don't we listen to some music? Yeah. I don't know what that means. Why don't we listen to some music? 
That's derivative. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, this, first off, Mr. Derivative, or sorry, themster derivative. <laughs> I prefer mix. Uh, mix derivative. Uh, we've got two songs that you're featured in. So. Oh, yeah. You've heard my voice for like, I don't know, half an hour now. Um, do you want to hear some more of it? Are you sure we have these songs? Mm. Uh, I didn't import them. Uh, okay, <laughs> so in that's funny. That Sorry. case, I had two hours, and I thought I was rushing, and I forgot. Yeah. All right. In that case, we're gonna listen to uh, an extra couple song of songs. Can, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We're gonna do uh, "Love Me" by Accent uh, up first. Uh, See, we're technical wizards, so by the time we get done with this audio or with this music segment, we'll have everything uh, smoothed out. Uh, I, I, I guess you're a technical wizard. I am just somebody who clicks buttons every now and again. Oh, don't talk to yourself like that. That's mean. I mean no, it's just accurate. I'm not talking down to myself. You're disparaging yourself, your skills. Like, I, we've been talking about this. Come All on. right, fine, fine, fine. Here's Love Me by Accent, an artist based out of Plano now? Yes. All right, as we do a little... Mute. Unmute. If you're listening to this on Spotify or any other podcasting platform, you won't hear the music that we just mentioned. So go ahead and check that out on Spo- SoundCloud.com slash stuck in a corner. That's Spo- SoundCloud.com slash stuck in a corner. And don't forget to like us on Facebook and share us with your friends. Uh, back to the show. And we're back. <laughs> Woo. That song still had my voice in it, even though we messed up at first. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, that one did. Uh, so that was, the last song was Cold Eyes by Empty Head. The one before that, the song names Don't Really Matter by Slinky Head. Slinky, not Slinky Head. And, <laughs> uh, yeah. Before that was The Weather With Me. Yeah, that was. Or that Weather was By Me. <laughs> the Weather With Dade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, shit. I had a thing. Okay. What was it? Uh, I don't know. Process that. Stop telling kids to be careful. <laughs> huh? I don't know. Stop telling kids to be careful. It's the title of this life hacker article. I, I mean, okay. So first off, children should be told to be careful because, like, they don't know what things are going to be bad, right? Like, they're learning. They're constantly experimenting. Like, they're like. And I quote. Saying be careful all the time can confuse kids, instill fear, and lower their self-confidence. I don't know. I, I don't know. I wasn't sure what tone I was going for oh, there. I thought you were going to do like a copypasta reading. I thought that's what you were doing just now. Oh, oh. No, that was the tagline for the, for the article. Um, it can ruin their self-confidence? Yeah, so. here's, here's a, a bullet point. It's not specific enough. It's overused. It instills fear. It inhibits their I- development. They're saying uh, that's one bullet point. No, those are those are like the different bullet points. I was about to say because that's like six different bullet why points. Why it's ineffective? It's ineffective is the actual argument they're saying here. But they're the article title, of course, does not say it's less specific than you probably should be. And I, I'm not so sure about the impacts that saying be careful to a person has because I don't think be careful is never followed up by an explanation of what to be careful for. No one just says be careful out of context unless it's assumed that they understand it. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Um. What to say instead. Notice how slash do you see train your child to be more aware of their surroundings. Not bad. Do you feel? 
What? Have your child check in with their emotional and physical experience. What's your next move? Are we like... Or, 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 welcome to Stuck in a Corner where we teach you how to talk to your children. Is that what? I, I don't know. This article <laughs> This article just strikes me as weird. Like, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> you were struggling for a thing to say, so I just pulled the first thing out of my, like, <laughs> I don't know what you want from me. You want me to pull something different out? Let's see. Um... Are you anxious, introverted, or just a highly sensitive what person? What website are you on? <laughs> are you like on an iQuiz thing? <laughs> Where are you getting these articles? America is staring down its first so what wave. What are you fucking talking about? I don't know. These are articles on my new tab page. <laughs> I, I Like Yahoo? No, uh, it's curated by... Firefox? Oh, by Pocket. I don't know who Pocket is. Uh, there, put it in my pocket. Put it in my pocket. Oh yeah, Wolfpack. Yeah, that's the Shout one. Shout outs to Wolfpack. Shout outs to Wolfpack. One of the only good bands to ever exist. Who is Randy Travis? Uh, that is a country music artist. He wrote the song. Uh, I think it's called uh, Three Wooden Crosses." Like uh, he he is uh, he does he has this whole like Christian country music album that he does. Um, he's got like a kind of a deep voice. Um, it's Randy Travis. I've been over here just reading through the synopsis of various Hey Arnold episodes, and Randy Travis is the singing voice of Mr. I think it's Mr. Hun <laughs> in the show. Mr. Hmm. Hun is yeah. Randy Travis. Okay. Yeah, that's I'm, Randy Travis. He does his singing voice. I was wondering where the reason Robert E. Lee um, surrendered had gone. I hadn't heard from you in like a minute. Yeah. Oh no, I know the reason of why he was the leader of the Southern uh, side. Like supposedly how it goes is that um, the union asked him to be the general and he was like, I'm not going to give you an answer yet. I'm going to see if he was for some reason weirdly loyal to his home state of Virginia. And he was like, if they asked me, I'm going to do it because they had checked in with him. And then later they like when it's like, we formally are asking you, please be the general of our side. And he's like, I'm sorry, Virginia has asked me to be the the leading general of their side. I'm very sorry. It's so weird of a story. So is that, um, is that your full name? No, my name is Robert Ely, bitchy sunglasses. That's my full oh, name. Oh, I thought your name was the reason Robert Ely surrendered. That was no. my whole joke. No. Pretty sure that I thought Pretty that's, sure that's the way say. you introduce yourself. I'm but. sorry. I don't know who I am anymore. No! Not an identity crisis. Not again. Oh, man. Who am I? Can am I bitchy sunglasses or am I Robert E. Lee's reason for being the leader of the Southern side? Who knows? Can I well, share, share with you guys a, uh, <laughs> a, uh, a synopsis of a, a book? Yeah, sure. We've been ricocheting all over this segment. Um, okay, so first off, I want you guys to understand that this is uh, Make America Great Again fantasy literature. Oh. Um, when Patriot Mike rescues feminist Ricky from a post-Trump rally riot, the clash of opposites sets uh, set, uh, the clash of opposites sets off sparks between them. But the gentleman giant refuses to leave the side of the spunky half pint until he and his pickup truck deliver her home, safe and sound. 
Ricky attends the rally to scoop the racism of the Trump crowd in a blog post, but she's forced to spin a false narrative when her mistaken assumptions fail to materialize. When Ricky's lies get Mike doxxed and his construction worksite becomes the target of anti-fascist thugs, his righteous anger forces her to reckon with the truth. Ricky wants to fix the damage and regain Mike's trust, but that means facing the wrath of the liberal mobs. Will Ricky find the courage to leave the left for a lifetime of old-fashioned true love? I'm sorry, what is this again? This is called Ladies First. It is book one in a series by a lady named Liberty Adams. Honestly, that's probably a pseudonym, and this is probably a man writing this show, or this book. Um, and this is fantasy literature based off of Make, Make America Great Again. Get ready for this summer. An oppressor. Fanfic, <laughs> fan fiction about being oppressed. <laughs> Did I ever tell you? Okay, so there used to be this book sale back at the church. Back at the church, um, in my um, when I was much younger, I was about to say in my youth, in my early days. In my early days, there was a occasional book sale that went on at the church, and like my mom worked at the church, so of course I would always get like a bunch of free dibs on the books, both before they were on sale and after when there was just a bunch of books left over. One book I picked up was a book called A Bride Most Begrudging, and it's a weird no no here's the thing it's it's related to the concept of tobacco brides which was just like in the early days of colonization of america women would come over or be kidnapped over and they would essentially be sold as wives um to men in jamestown who just could not find a wife they'd be like i i will purchase this bride for like i don't know a bushel of beets a couple of barrels of tobacco and they're like yeah all right and in this book, it's about a, like, English lady who was kidnapped, uh, incidentally, when she's, like, walking home, and she is sold to a farmer, to a, a farmer, and then lost by, to, in a, in a poker game to another farmer, and it's just such a weird book, because, it, here's the thing, it's not, like, explicit at all, but it's weirdly, like, one of the most horny books I've ever read. I I want to circle back to did anyone tell you you could have those books or were you just stealing them? I I, I listen. I stole things from the church a lot. <laughs> I mean, as you should, they're stealing from everyone I else. I stole things from the church like a lot. I would just take the I would take the food, but like I was also doing stuff there all the time. I was essentially <laughs> like a little child labor creature because I was working with my mom on making stuff, and I had to be there with her like at like six in the morning during mission week, yeah, which is like thing. all the youth things. And it's like, I don't want to be here. And she's like, I don't care. You're here now. And so I would do paperwork. Why do you think I'm so good at secretarial tasks now? <laughs> it's because of early days of paperwork. When but I was, yes, I would steal from the church. When I was old enough, I was allowed to say, no, I don't want to go to the church. Yep. And I'm sorry that you didn't get that experience, if that was what you wanted. Because I didn't want to go to the church. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I had a lot of fun at the church because we did things we were not supposed to do at the church. Sure. I mean, sure. That, that was the fun part. But like for the Dumpster first fire. couple of years when like there was... Um, for the first couple of years when there was like other kids, um, like my, one of my mom's coworkers had a son like my age. So we would get into all kinds of various goofs and mischief, like selling candy to people of the church that we stole from the church. <laughs> to begin with okay so we would sell people a better idea we, than... end, we ended up selling like a couple of lollipops to like one of the priests there and he's like you guys you guys are doing all right like, yeah what do you want father tim do you want to buy a lollipop or what and he's like okay 
Um, Father Tim. We stole this candy from one of the other workers. His name was Leslie. He was very nice about it. But and the father yeah. bought it? Shouldn't it was, we know? We sold it for like five cents or like whatever because we were kids. You you weren't thinking big enough. Well, we were... Dollar a pop. We That's were, what I'm saying. <laughs> dollar a pop. Children would pay dollars on the pound. Five for four. For this shit. <laughs> It was it was so I know but like it was it was two kids in a church full of mostly old people. Damn. There were no other children. You're in the wrong market. Steal. I, go home. Go to the. <laughs> I think you're just missing the mark here. You should just be stealing the collection plate. Well, hey, I ended up selling stuffed animals in fifth grade later on. So like entrepreneurial spirit spirit got built up eventually, and now I don't sell things. In the third grade, there was this kid who was selling those paper poppers and uh these origami paper cubes yes and i bought one of each of them from him unfolded them figure out how to fold them and then folded them a bunch of them at home the next night and like and you undercut him yeah he was so pissed capitalism <laughs> is funny when it's run by children yes yes it is capitalism is so funny when it's with children no one's actually trying to cause uh, economic inequality. They're just trying to make money for candy at the vending machine or something like that. Wait, I was actually thinking about this earlier today. Um, like, there was this thing called the Phoenix Simulation when I was a kid. It was like a day... Uh, for like a bunch of like the a like pre AP and AP and like gift gifted with quotation mark students, just all the ones with anxiety. Um, <laughs> we came and we would like do a weird exp like just a bunch of various tasks, and one of them was like various stations throughout my big ass high school. One of the stations was just like, okay, we're gonna give you guys like a shape, and here's like a bunch of desks. When your shape is called, the numbers are going to go either. It was just a simulation of the stock market. And it was utter chaos of like, you have to like sell your things to other people. But sometimes your things are worth less. I do not remember what the point of this was because we were supposed to be taught things no, or like related uh, yes. to other books. Some, like, it was it was so random and weird because I just remember paper flying everywhere and running around and being like, I'm trying to get rid of this. Take this. Take this. Take this. <laughs> and just like screaming at one another and just like ripping pieces of paper off each other's desk of like, I need this. That Take is, this. I don't want this. It was so fun. That is the, and the stock market. It sounds yeah. like someone from Wall Street or something talked to someone and a teacher got the idea that if they could like train these kids to be good at the stock market, they'd grow up to be the best trainers traders day traders in the world and it's all they'd think about and they'd be billionaires and we'd ride on their coattails okay yes if it had happened more than once <laughs> no they just did that to us and i think they mostly just did it because it they got a big kick out of watching kids run around oh my god there was this uh children welcome to the phoenix situation simulation it was very fun there was this time i was i was on i was on quiz bowl in high school oh my god and we went to a quiz bowl tournament and uh my dad was in quiz bowl I was on one of the teams for one of the rounds and the question came up and it was like, in Super Mario, this green character. And I like all of us like pressed the button at the same time. <laughs> I ended up being the person that pressed it. And I just looked at it and I was like. <laughs> They're making a very good face right now. And I didn't say anything. I think maybe, maybe oh. did I say Luigi? Luigi's not in Super Mario and Super Smash Bros, right? He is, yeah. He, he is. is. Yeah, he has been from the beginning. I don't know who it was He's I green. said. Uh, Yoshi was, was also in there. But so. yeah, I, did, I didn't get it right. What? There's and only two green characters, Yoshi and Luigi. Yeah. And a turtle. You could have said a Koopa. 
No. Who is not a playable character in Smash Bros. Or Mario, I guess, but uh, Mario Kart? I think of the as the, of the Koopas as little yellow turtles because they have two different colors of shells. Yeah, green and red. Yeah. They are yellow turtles. There are yellow shells. turtles. They are yellow. Oh, yeah, their turtles. bodies are yellow. Yes. Yarg. And there are also yellow and blue and also multicolored, like, shining shells. But those Shiny. are... Shiny. Yeah, they're, like, flash different colors. You know what's cool? No, because I know this much about Mario instead. I don't, I don't know what's cool. Our flag means death. Yes, yes it is. Speaking of pirates. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. My dashboard is full of pirate facts. <laughs> what are you saying? Is it the fourth time you've said that? I know, I know. It's a play on a meme. Easy, uh, easy. They've got a bird guy. <laughs> it's a fucking. He has not had a bird at any point throughout the show until that moment. I know. Okay, thank God. I thought I was going crazy. No, that bird has not uh, been there. I was like, he is not a bird guy. What are you talking about? He's a cannibal. No. <laughs> yeah, no. Carl was not there that entire time. Carl's the bird. I, um, I cuddles the bird. I cuddles the bird. I really like that show. Me too. Yes, I'm excited to watch more. <laughs> if you show. have HBO Max, I'm demanding that you go watch it. Or if you happen across the uh, season online somewhere in Minecraft. In Minecraft. In I'm Minecraft. not telling you. I'm just saying that if you do, you should watch it. Like it's really good. Minecraft. Gives me big Good Omens vibes. But like I pirates, still mean to watch that because I know so, it's good. So, Good Omens is just like is gay non-binary angels. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, and they're like timeless, so they're kind of old. Yeah, so it's 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 David Tennant is uh, the demon or the fallen angel, mm. and he's great. Mm. I I have meant to oh, watch it because we seen started a watching that. We did we? start watching Fan that. Art. What is it on? Hulu. Yeah, you were not as big of a fan of it. I wasn't into it. I wasn't into it. HBO Max heard me talking to it. Go away! The app heard me and sent me a notification. I hate you. Um, so, <laughs> over the last musical break, we were able to add in um, two new songs to our database. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Dang, it's already been like 30 minutes. Yeah. Wow. Um, actually, it's been like 15. We came back like after uh, like at like 8.40. So, <laughs> I guess 20 minutes. I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> Time. The next song that we have up for is uh, the new band that just released music. Um, <laughs> I'm on yeah. the wrong computer. Oh, yeah, you are, LMAO. Uh, so uh, Slinky, uh, myself, and now Fox um, are part of a band called Fickle Fair. We've mentioned them before. We had a whole little thing where uh, uh, Hazel was on and we all talked about uh, the music. Uh, this is the single we've released from our EP, uh, the official one, now that we've done all of the everything to it. Um, high Server Ping and Grinding Gears are being pulled from platforms because the versions that are on the EP are better, frankly. Yes. But uh, all of it will be released, I believe, on May 6th. Uh, or will be available for pre-save on May 6th. I will double-check that and tell you after um, the You break. can pre-order the album you can, on Bandcamp. On Bandcamp. If you pay $5 now, you can listen to it now. Um, you know, uh, But it will be uh, pay what you want when it releases, and it will also be on streaming platforms. So, uh, yeah, here is Growth by Fickle Ferret. As we... Do a little you. 
If you're listening to this on Spotify, which you are, it's the only way you would hear this bit, you need to listen to it on SoundCloud or listen to it live on stuckinacorner.com because we can't play the music that we uh, support on Spotify. Uh, so yeah, go listen to that and back to the show. And we're back. What was that at the end of that song? Uh, me saying anyway at the end of my last vocal take. Uh, and then a little bit of delay that changes in pitch. It's like, anyway, wait, 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 wait. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, like, I sang that whole part at, at the end, and then I was just like, anyway. <laughs> I don't know, because I thought it was comedically funny, but also just like, I just did that, and I was like, anyway. Comedically funny as opposed to what other kinds of funny? Um, horrifically funny. Okay. Uh, disgustingly funny. Okay. Um, tastefully funny? Couldn't it be argued that all of those are still comedically funny? Uh, well, let's define the genre comedic. Uh, yeah, anything funny? Hmm. I'm seeing the issue. <laughs> <laughs> There's some circular reasoning going on here. Well, who's on first? <laughs> first base. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> first base. First base. Uh, so, yeah, that last song was the newest one by God Trash, Plato's Allegory of the Edgelord. The name is long because we... Are full of ourselves? <laughs> no, because A, they're funny, B, Fallout Boy, and C, we're full of ourselves. Okay, okay, I was just wrong with the order. Um, <laughs> I discovered today the section where you credit us on the song. Oh, yeah, on our band camp, um, uh, gottrash.bandcamp.com. That's where you can find uh, the single. It is technically the demo because we uh, are still working on the album. It's going to be uh, rather long. And there's uh, a lot of production that's going to go on in the time frame from now to when it's released. But, you know, we wanted to put something out and we're really happy with the way this one came out. So, so listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. Dade Robinson, lead guitar, lead box, producer, mass and velocity. Tristan Strickland, rhythm guitar, rough backing vox, lyrics, producer, vibes. Fox Evans, bass, stank face. Anthony, I've been living on commas and semicolons, please help. Wall, drums, protection. Protection is pretty good. Yeah. I forgot how I put that. Um, but, okay, so the, Anthony's middle name is a, is a running gag. Go look at the previous release um, in What's a Gunfight Without a, a Knife. The acoustic version. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. It wouldn't be on that one. What am I saying? Um, the one before that, uh, Grey King Trash, the uh, EP that we released last year in October. All right, all right. So the credit on this one is Dade Robinson, lead guitar, lead vox, producer. Tristan Strickland, rhythm guitar, rough backing vox, lyrics, co-producer. Fox Evans, bass, harmonies. Anthony, seriously, I'm stuck in the album credits wall. Drums, harmonies, sweaters. <laughs> sweaters. <laughs> so go check the uh, release previous, um, uh, I think. Congrats for now. Congrats for now, yeah, not uh, songs we found in the dumpster. Uh, Dade Robinson, lead vox, lead guitar producer. Tristan Strickland, backling vox, rhythm guitar, lyrics. Michael Freeman, bass. Anthony Wall, drums. That's oh, it. that was the first one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthony, I'm stuck in the album credits wall. Uh, I'm just going to go check the other ones. Oh, uh, yeah. Not in any credits. Uh, nobody yeah. got credited. In nobody <laughs> nobody made Church of the Trash Day Saints. It was uh, created by... Um, ah, fuck, I don't know. God, I guess. Not that I would know. And in, <laughs> um, 
songs I find at the dumpster: Dade Robinson, Tristan Strickland, Anthony Wall, and Michael Freeman. That's just dang normal to. credits. What the fuck? Not yeah. even what instrument we played. Yeah, that was a fun little dive into our album credits. Um, I'm, so I think we're funny. If I, you liked that music, you should go check it out on all Spotify. Platforms. Yeah, Spotify, iTunes. SoundCloud. I'm going to stop that now. <laughs> Keep an eye out on Spotify for on uh, April the 11th for our new episode of our newest podcast called Hell is Eternal. Hell is Eternal. Yeah. Yeah. It's about movies. You've heard about it before. <laughs> um, I don't know. I was gonna, I guess I was thinking about doing like a bunch of plug-in now, but now I'm like all plugged out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Were you? Were you? Okay. I see. I see. I see. I see. Uh, can I hit you with something before I uh, plug the rest? Okay. Okay. I mean, we can we can keep going. Like we. Can no, really no, no, no. I'm good. Right I'm good with this. I'm good with this. Oh, okay. 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 What are you? What are you doing? What you? What's what you up? Got? What's up? Girl was walking to school with her BF, and they were crossing the road. No. She said, BBs, will you love me forever? He said, no. <laughs> the girl cried and ran across the road before the green man came on the sign. Green man. Boy was crying and went to pick up her body. She was dead. He whispered to her corpse, I meant to say I will love you five ever. That mean he love her more than forever. <laughs> Is that it? Like this <laughs> if you cry every time. That's it. <laughs> I was Thank really you. hoping there was another line and I could start talking and you could be like... <laughs> <laughs> just keep going yeah um okay. that is a classic copy pasta is from it? like oh yeah era is gone by it's old it's very old yes tale as old as time copy pastas must be like something that i just completely missed it is it is from another era like it originates from message boards and uh um like forums and shit like that. Imports. I was never really involved in that. But it also has become a large part of Twitch, as I am uh, finding out. The best place I could find copy pastas is a place called Twitch Quotes, um, which is a another place where people put ASCII art. I don't know if you know what that is. Uh. -uh. Making art out of uh, the characters allowed by your text editor. Mm, oh, asterisk art. ASCII. A-S-C-I-I. A-S-C-I-I is the, uh, um, sorry, the, oh, what's it called? Uh, it's a standard. The standard format for text uh, on most devices, I think uh. maybe just Windows devices. Um, so it's it's art using only characters from the typeface of... Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the yeah. ASCII typeface. Um I've seen and I, that. And also common phrases or like uh, posts that people will use in uh, large streamers with large audiences, right? Uh, people will post the same message, like multiple people will post the same message. Uh -huh. um, people will post the same message over and over again while trying to avoid being blocked for spam because the chat is rolling by really fast. There's like 10,000 plus people, you know, so nobody is really getting to interact with the streamer so much as they are kind of spectating. That's why they do the copy pasta. They're like, yes, we're all going to say the same thing. Well, now. now before that wasn't necessarily the case. Uh, copy pastas were like a type of meme, just a way. And they, they still kind of are uh, a way to, uh, uh, 
I don't know, transmit information. It's a block of text that's been copied and pasted multiple times, like from one place to another. Rarely do people get like uh, uh, what, uh, credited for creating them because they just get disseminated. Yeah, it's like there's no real evidence of who the first was. Yeah, one of the most famous one is the uh, Navy SEAL copy pasta. Yeah, which I will read at some point. Um, this is very long. Yeah, it is very long. I'll probably cut it cut it for time because it <laughs> takes forever. Um, it can also be used to like slam someone. Like that's copy pasta. Like talk what shit you're about saying, somebody. Yeah, what you're saying is is meaningless. Or I've heard it before. Or or you, or you can just like copy pasta like behind someone's like nonsensical comment. Like on Tumblr, there's this one weird guy that whenever he posts, it's just every person after that will type a single letter and to where it just spells out the words Kung Pao Penis. <laughs> and I don't understand <laughs> this why. This person's being hunted down. But by like it. every time, like without fail, the it's just constant reblogging after that with the addition of a single letter in gigantic font to just spell out Kung Pao Penis. So I and like he's just the Kung Pao Penis guy. 12 people, or one person with 12 blogs, is hunting this person down. <laughs> I like the idea of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? I like the idea of just copying somebody's text post if I think it's stupid and just immediately commenting it in the comment section. Like yes. If someone makes something original and just turning it into a copy pasta. <laughs> I think I'm going to start doing that. Like, that was funny. Copies it and pastes it in the comment of their post. Yes, that's what I'm start <laughs> Nice. Doing. That's hilarious. Takes the image that you just posted on Twitter and posts it in your replies. Yes. Just, I'm that's funny. Do that <laughs> I like Thank that. you. Thank you, copy pastas, for giving me something fun to do on Facebook. Um,. Do we want to wrap it up? Is that the vibe? Uh, sure, why not? Um, yeah. Make sure you send emails to Stuck in a Corner uh, with fox at gmail.com because that's where you can talk to us. Or you can message us on Instagram or Facebook. I'm just bad at responding sometimes. If you listen to this on iPhones and you've been trying to listen to our website, sorry, but you shouldn't have used an iPhone, I guess. I, I don't know. Like We're <laughs> trying really hard. I'm the hard. one apologizing. No, we're trying really hard to make it work for you guys, and we thank you for all your patience. Uh, but for now, just listen on, on SoundCloud or on Spotify, and eventually you'll be able to listen to it live. Yeah, this, The solutions are limited and frustrating. Um, if you like this content and you want to be alerted to it more frequently, uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we won't be your friends necessarily, uh, but we will be the people who tell you that we are going to be live. Uh, and I'll be your friend. Well, yeah, Fox will be your friend. I mm -hmm. might be your friend. It just—it it really all depends. <laughs> I just can't be, you know, so so specific or you know certain. I'll be uh, very flippant with it. I, I'll be your friend. Listen, if you're a space monster listening in outer space, oh, I'm your friend. I'm your friend. Yeah. Um, if you are someone listening in, uh, what's one of the random countries that we've had people listen to our show in? Uh, I don't know. Well, I looked at the mm. analytics once, and like, there's like people in like not non-English speaking yeah. countries. Oh and yeah, yeah. I can't think of what. They well, I would, uh, never mind. Uh, it's all right. Uh, check us out. What you have something to say there? No, I just wanted to make it. <laughs> um, the, that right there was the reason that Robert E. Lee surrendered. Um, and a pair of bitchy sunglasses. And a pair of bitchy sunglasses. And I've been Fox Evans. I've been Dade Robison. <laughs> I'm thinking about sushi. 
Of course you are. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, we've got one last song for you guys before we get out of here. Uh, and that Yay. song is Waste of Time by Calculated Chaos. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we got a wrench. I should record that. Why haven't I? Oh, um, by the way, thank you uh, for listening to the 69th episode of Stuck in a Corner. Um, we didn't make anyth- anything funnies. Well, uh, I mean, we mentioned it. This is episode nice of Stuck in a Corner. I am making that the, episode the nice. title. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you have, I know that uh, it's a niche category of podcast to just listen to us talk shit and make jokes and talk about things we like but we well, love doing it and, and so the re- radio show on soundcloud makes a lot more sense to me but for the spotify listeners for the people listening to us and just listening to us talk we appreciate it uh I, the uh the reason that i picked most of the songs tonight um was because it was like episode 69 so it was like we can just do the songs that we've done so that we can it's like <laughs> <laughs> Wow! You saved that for right now? <laughs> Damn! That could have been the opening. What, what the fuck? I, I, I forgot about it, man. Ugh. Ugh, tragic. Well, we'll get it next time on 169. See you in 100 episodes. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, the wrong computer. Fucking again. mute yourself! God damn it! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Go mute yourself! <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for listening to the episode. Uh, Normally I do an outro, but, you know, I say all the things that I want you to do in between the bits, and I feel like doing it at the end is kind of redundant. Uh, So here's a random fact I just pulled up. Um, The brand name Spam is a combination of spice and ham, which you would not know if you had tasted it even once in your life. Uh, Thanks for listening, and catch us back here next Saturday slash Sunday when this episode gets posted on Spotify. Uh, Bye.